With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't-miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. As you may have realized, I watch a lot of sports. That's why I like Prime Video. It has all my sports in one app, like the National Women's Soccer League, included with Prime. Plus, you can buy Premier Boxing or stream the NHL and NBA playoffs on Max with the Bleacher Report Sports add-on or add Paramount Plus for the Masters on CBS. Prime Video. It's all your favorite sports in one place. Restrictions apply. Prime membership required for add-on subscriptions. See Amazon.com slash Amazon Prime for details. It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it, whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. Uh, Miller Lite, great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can find it pretty much anywhere that sells beer. And as always, please celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces. Fewer calories and carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. You are listening to The Dan Patrick Show on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, it's a Wednesday. It's hour one. Come on in. Stay a while. Dan and the Danettes. Dan Patrick Show. Are we going to have a full slate of football games coming up this weekend? We'll check in with Mike Florio from Pro Football Talk. He'll join us coming up in about 15 minutes. The Titans and Vikings in a holding pattern as far as their games coming up this weekend. Also, an update on Antonio Brown because there are a few teams that are holding out hope Antonio Brown could join their rosters, including your Baltimore Ravens. So we'll have an update on that coming up as well. You can get in touch with the program a variety of ways. If you want to tweet, you can. That's at uh, DP Show on Twitter. You can dial us up, 877-3DP-SHOW. Our email address, dp at danpatrick.com. We're going to talk to Jeff Perlman. He has written a book called Three Ring Circus about the Lakers with Kobe, Shaq, and Phil Jackson. He'll join us coming up a little bit later on as well. Eight baseball games today. Game one of the NBA Finals coming up tonight. Heat, Lakers, I'm talking about the Heat. That's at 9 Eastern. Pull question. McLevin will have the honors there. We got a stat of the day. We got a play of the day. All of those things coming up. Also, by the way, I started a new podcast. It's on Amazon Music. It's called That Scene, where each week I interview an actor, actress, a director, producer, who was part of a famous scene. Will Ferrell, this week's episode on Amazon Music. You can download the app. Will talks about the streaking scene in old school. By the way, Adam Sandler is going to join us on Friday, and he's got a surprise for one of the Danettes. He's got a new movie coming out called Hubie Halloween. I play a school principal and basically steal the movie. Yes, Paulie? I wonder who it's for. No hints? No, no hints. No hints. But I was sworn to secrecy by Sandler even yesterday when I said, can I tell this Danette that he has a special surprise coming his way? Can I ask one yes, question? Paul. What year is it and how many carburetors? The gift. Run that by me again. What year is the surprise and how many carburetors does it have? Um, it is, <laughs> I can't say anything. You can't trick me into saying something there. But uh, yeah, that'll be coming up on Friday. All right. Uh, McLevin, you got a poll question for me? Yeah, okay, let's start with this. With everything going on, I'm going to make a rule where you can only watch one of these the rest of the week. We've done this before in many versions. NBA Finals, MLB Playoffs, you get a lot of quantity there. I don't know about the quality. Okay. College football, first really good weekend, you got a top 10 matchup, or 
NFL with possibly maybe some games missing. All right. What else do you have? Uh, okay. Uh, um, <laughs> NBA Finals. All right. What's the one matchup you're watching? Everyone's saying Bam Adebayo, Anthony Davis, Jimmy Butler, and LeBron. How about Tyler Hero versus Rajon Rondo? <laughs> that, that classic like matchup. Yeah. Old versus young. Uh, or the coaching matchup, Spolstra versus Vogel. I don't think anybody's watching for the coaching matchup. I'm going to say that the series is decided by uh, who plays better with Bam versus Anthony Davis. I am fascinated with Jimmy Butler against LeBron James. Jimmy Butler and Andre Iguodala against LeBron James. I'm really fascinated with that because they've had success against LeBron, and here they are playing him in the NBA Finals. LeBron talked about just how difficult this season has been, and he talked about being in the bubble to do so probably been the most challenging thing I've ever done as far as a professional. I was I would be lying if I sat up here and knew that everything inside the bubble with what it would you know the toll that it would take on your mind and your body and you know and everything else. Cause it's been it's been extremely tough. But you know I'm I'm here for one reason and one reason only and that's to compete for a championship. And that was my mindset once I entered the bubble, once I entered the quarantine process the first uh two days and then right from my first practice, my mindset was to, if I'm going to be here, make the most of it. Yeah, degree of difficulty is pretty high. It's tough to win a title in any year, but I think this is tougher than the normal year because of what's gone on in the bubble. And you got the Lakers. There's no home court advantage here. So, And you're playing a Miami Heat team that is not afraid. They don't view themselves as underdogs, and the Lakers would be wise to not view Miami uh, any – Anything less than a quality team that's on equal footing with them. Yeah, McLovin. Would you view this series much differently if it was a seven-game series going back and forth between Miami and L.A., if you're trying to predict the series? I think Miami has a better chance in the bubble than they would if they were going back and forth because I don't think L.A.'s losing games in L.A. I know that the atmosphere would be pretty raucous in Miami with LeBron coming back, but I do think these younger players, they're playing in the NBA Finals. Tyler Hero's 20 playing in the NBA Finals. Duncan Robinson, a couple of years ago, was playing Division Three basketball. Eric Spolster's been here. You know, Jimmy Butler loves a big moment here. Andre Iguodala's been here. Bam Adebayo is, what, 22, 23 years of age? They're playing in an NBA Finals. But I think being in the bubble, almost being cordoned off to the rest of the real world, has helped these younger players. And I think they have a better chance if they're going to pull off a surprise, they would do so in the bubble. And usually the NBA pretty much has the stage to itself when it comes to the finals. But this year they have plenty of competition for eyeballs. But the commissioner, Adam Silver, has to be relieved that the Lakers are here. Because without LeBron James, it would be easy for the basketball world to get bypassed because there's so much else going on. And we haven't even gotten to the weekend where you have college and the NFL when it comes to football. You have baseball, postseason. There's a lot going on. Everybody watches the Super Bowl. It's a standalone. But there's no other sport that has that crossover appeal. LeBron's the one player. And you might say Steph Curry. There might be a couple of players that are crossover appeal to the casual basketball fan or somebody who goes, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it. But here's a guy who happens to still be a dominant player at age 35 And the Miami Heat, we'll see if they're good enough to challenge the Lakers. Miami's young, and uh, they're not going to be intimidated. Maybe the series goes six or seven games. Uh, You know, I'm rooting for a competitive series. If LeBron wins another title, I'd be happy for him. But if you said Miami was going to win this, I think it'd be a great story. And Miami's probably one or two years ahead, ahead of where they thought they would be. And I was telling the Danettes, I went to Dan Levitard's wedding, And during cocktail hour at the reception, Pat Riley comes in with his wife and the Heat had a game that night. So he was coming in. He just wanted to uh, pay tribute to Dan Levitard, one of his friends. And Riles had one of his championship rings on. One of. Yes, one of his championship rings. Now, I say to my wife. I, she goes, who's that? I said, that's Pat Riley. And I said, but, you know, he probably won't have much of a conversation with me. I don't think he's big on media members. Pat Riley walks over. Hey, Dan, it's my wife. Uh, and I said, oh, this is my wife. And then he started talking about, you know, hey, the, the wedding and the reception. And, uh, and I said, hey, I got to congratulate you on the roster you built. And he said, we're ahead of schedule. We're ahead of schedule. 
goes, I really like what, what, what we built here. Really like what we built. So that's a year ago. And here he is now with his team in the NBA final. He couldn't been, have been more charming it, if it was scripted. He looked great. He looked great. Still looked great. But you can't, you know, when somebody talks to you and they gesture and he's got that huge ring on, you know, it, it's, it's like he had you know, a lantern on his uh, finger there. It was just sticking up so large. And you can't help it, you know, when you're watching him gesture and I'm watching that ring fling around. Yeah, Paul. Were you bummed out because up until that point yes. of the wedding, you were the most famous person in the room? Yes. <sighs> yes. And I did say that to Lebetard. I said, look, I'll go. But you got to promise me I'll be the most famous person. You know, and I walked in and there's Pablo Torres, okay. Tony Reale, you know, um, Pablo Torre. Um, and, and so <laughs> that sounds bad. I'm making it seem like I didn't even know Pablo's last name. Um, but in South Florida, when Pat Riley walks in, it's over, right? Yeah. Well, any place if Riles wow. walks in. Uh, Israel Gutierrez, Bomani Jones. You know, I, I was thinking, all right, I'm, I'm still probably number one on the list here. And then Riles came in, and then I turned to Lebetard, and I said, damn you. No Ricky Williams. Yes, Eden. he. Pat Riley's got to have one of the longest stretches between rings, where he had, like, one in 88, right, Ooh. and then 2006. Ooh. That's, you got to think after not winning for almost two decades, yeah. you don't think you're going to get another one, and then. Yeah. Uh, I apologize, Pablo. I got your name wrong. Yes, McLeod. Getting a lot of complaint tweets that you didn't give more respect to Stugatz is maybe the most popular. Well, Stugatz came late. What? <laughs> Stugatz showed up. He had been at a, a lacrosse game with his daughters. He, he showed up at the reception with shorts. On. He looked like a mess. But that, well, he looked like Stugatz, I should say. But yeah, I, I did take inventory. As we sat down for the wedding... I'm looking around. My wife goes, who are you looking for? I said, I'm looking for somebody who's a bigger name than me. And she goes, oh, that's sad. And I go, I know it is. I know it is. But I told Levitard I'd go only if I was the biggest name. But when Riles walked in, eh, it's, a little, it's like when Michael Douglas walked into the studio. And, and then the fact that Michael Douglas was basically channeling Pat Riley when he did Gordon Gecko in Wall Street. And when Riles walks in, it was just different. Yes, McLevin. And you might have mentioned this, sorry, but isn't he good friends with The Rock, Dan Lebetard? I thought they were really tight. He was in Ballers and... He might be, but he wasn't there. Because that would have been tough. That to would have been with. tough, too. I, I could not compete with The Rock. But, yeah, I was just taking inventory there it, the whole time during the reception. Because I thought, you know, somebody's going to come in with a cameo and, you know, knock Riley right off the pedestal there. But, uh, you know, John Skipper, the former ESPN president, was there. But, um, yeah, Sarah Spain was there. You know, basically had around the horn and uh, highly questionable was there. Levitard's father, Poppy, was there as well. Yes, McLovin. When you were covering Pat Riley through the years, like, did you, were you ever intimidated by yes. him? He always looked intimidating to me. This is what happened. So I was covering the Knicks when they were in the finals. And I remember I was with uh, Dr. Jack Ramsey. He was our analyst on the mothership. And I knew Riles could be really tough with the media. And I said, Coach, give me something that I can bring up to Pat Riley that he can't dismiss. And so Jack said, ask, ask Pat about this. And it was something that's really complex. And in retrospect, I shouldn't have gone so deep uh, with him because he, could, he was not in the mood really to answer anything. In fact, Riley kicked uh, me, obviously, out of practice. We were getting ready to do a Sports Center stand-up, like um, previewing the NBA Finals or the next game. Jeff Van Gundy was an assistant coach. Van Gundy walks over, and we knew. He goes, uh, and, and Jack goes, you want us to leave, Jeff? And then he goes, well, coach wants you to leave. And I thought, you're kicking Jack Ramsey out of the practice? But Riles did. And then we had to go into the bowels of uh, Madison Square Garden there. And, and, you know, and here's Jack, a Hall of Fame coach, wonderful man. And he just, he said, you know, because I was a little upset. I'm like, you know, this is, I, people want to know what's going on in the practice. And you can say some of this stuff on sports. And he goes, Dan, don't worry. I'll find out. You know, like he was okay with it. But I always felt bad that, you know, I got kicked out of practice. But I understood that. But Dr. Jack Ramsey was like, yeah. He was okay with him.
I don't know how we got here, but we got here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So uh, what other poll questions are we looking at? Okay. I don't know if it's fair to ask this in a poll because there's no easy answer. Do you think that the Titans and Steelers will play uh, on Sunday? Well, yes, we're going to find out with Florio of what is the scenario. I was told yesterday uh, in the evening that they're going to do their best to get this game in. And that could be a Monday night game. They've even talked about a Tuesday night game as well to get this game in. Uh, you also have the Vikings. I don't think they have any positives yet, but they play the Texans. Can they get that game in? And keep in mind, when we went back to the NFL season was going to start, and the information I had was they're building in a couple of extra weeks. And I was told uh, yesterday, the NFL's not surprised that this happened. They, they expected this to happen. But they're trying to figure out, you know, how big does this get? And is this just a, a speed bump? You know, when you had the Cardinals and the Marlins, when they tested positive, and that was sort of the, uh, the warning sign for everybody. That's when the siren went off. You know, that's your wake-up call that said, hey, this can happen, and it shuts everything down. And so the NFL was not surprised that this happened. Uh, you know, now this is where they go into, can we have the Titans not practice until Saturday? They can't even go to the facility. And then you turn around and you're going to play a game against the Steelers. Can you play Sunday? Can you play Monday? Can you have a standalone on Tuesday? But the NFL was not surprised that this happened. Now, I said, if you go back to when we started the season, here was what I was told, that the NFL was concerned that teams by week eight are going to be too casual. And, you know, they're not in a bubble. And the Raiders just had a fundraiser where their players showed up without masks on in Las Vegas, and they got caught. And this is an organization that John Gruden, who showed up wearing what looked like a thong on his face the other night. It's Vegas. Yeah. And he got fined $100,000, and the organization got fined $250,000 for not heeding the warnings here. Now what happens? They're going to get hit again with another fine. And the first three weeks went too smoothly. Now is where you got to make sure that these players understand you cannot be casual with this because you'll bring down a team. You could bring down a portion of the season. And this isn't like baseball where, hey, Cardinals aren't going to play 60 games like everybody else. The NFL does not want to get into that scenario here. But we'll talk to Florio about that coming up. Your uh, phone calls are welcome. We'll settle on a poll question. What do you want to go with, McLovin? Uh, I think I think NBA Finals. See what people are looking forward to about this. It's like, what's one aspect? Or is it just... I feel like we're not paying enough attention to the NBA Finals. It's weird. Normally on day one of the NBA Finals, it would be in June. Wouldn't it be a more dominant storyline? Well, yeah, it'd be a standalone. You'd have baseball, but it'd be baseball in June. And those would be, you know, meaningless games. Now you have baseball playoffs, uh, college football in the NFL. Yeah, we can go with that. And then I have a Nick Foles poll that I'll drop later on because uh, Paulie and I have been talking about Nick Foles on the side a lot. Why do Nick Foles? Because he's going to find his way into the Super Bowl again. Some bizarre way. He's not in Chicago. His career is so weird. Watch <laughs> it work out. Not in Chicago. Also. A surprising twist to the Falcons uh, season. I'll have that for you coming up. It involves Matt Ryan. Mm-hmm. Coming up on 18 after the hour, Mike Florio on the Titans and the Vikings in their games coming up this weekend. Also, Antonio Brown still on the outside looking in, but there are at least three teams waiting for Antonio Brown. We'll find out how long they'll have to wait. It's coming up next here on the Dan Patrick Show. ZipRecruiter is here to help you. I love giving this stat out. Four out of five employers who post on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. So add ZipRecruiter to your roster to help you win the hiring game. And when you think about trying to hire somebody for your business, there's a lot of obstacles. A lot of obstacles normally. A lot of applicants, difficult finding the right ones for your job, finding the time to hire somebody while running your business, and then you throw in workplace safety. You need ZipRecruiter on your team. No matter the industry, it could be healthcare, manufacturing, business services, ZipRecruiter makes hiring faster and easier. And you can try it for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. ZipRecruiter will post a job 
And it gets set out to over uh, 100 top job, uh, job sites. ZipRecruiter has then this great matching technology that hustles to find you the right person for the uh, right job with the right experience. This is what you do. Go to ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. Try it for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash Patrick. And remember, ZipRecruiter is the smartest way to hire. Thanks for listening to the Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 to noon Eastern or 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Dan Patrick Show at FoxSportsRadio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet that's right up to $1,500 again sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly 21 plus and present in Ohio subject to eligibility requirements rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days gambling problem call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park that's 1-800-GAMBLER It is getting that time of the year. It's Miller time. You don't need a watch or a clock to tell you. It's Miller time. Weather gets a little bit warmer. All of a sudden, the beer gets a little colder. It's beer cracking season. It, it Whoa, okay. I don't know if it says that on the calendar. It's a beer that strips away everything you don't need and holds on to what matters the most. It's a light beer that tastes like beer. That's why I reach for a Miller Lite. And it's less filling. Only 96 calories. They've been doing this since 1975. They have perfected it. You know, that summer afternoon, we're coming into that time of the year, be like, oh, man. Crack one? Yes, or two. Don't look at your watch. Don't look at the clock. Don't look at the calendar. You know. Miller Lite, the great taste, less filling, tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Patrick, or you can pretty much find it anywhere that sells beer. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories per 12 ounces, Fewer calories, fewer carbs than premium regular beer. Miller Lite. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notify, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It was late yesterday during the final hour of the show where we caught wind of what was going on with the Titans and also the Vikings and a couple of positives with uh, some of the players, three players, five members of the uh, personnel staff. And then we wondered... They're going to shut things down, and they were going to shut down the Titans facility, and then they got a game against the Steelers coming up, two undefeated teams, and then you got the Vikings against the Texans. So I uh, wanted to bring in Mike Florio. Before I get to Mike, though, co-host of Pro Football Talk Live, and I'm going to get Mike's opinion on this, I was told yesterday, keep an eye out for the story, the following story. Do the Falcons try to trade Matt Ryan now and tank for Tua? And I went... Okay, who are you trading him to? And does that make sense with the Atlanta Falcons? Falcons, by the way, got a game against Green Bay coming up this weekend. Uh, let's bring in Mike Florio, Pro Football Talk co-host, Pro Football Talk Live. What do you think about that, Mike? Well, you can't throw me for a loop like that unprepared, Dan. <laughs> I'm glad I was sitting down. Here's the first thing to look at, and I was trying to pull it up. 
to see what the details would be. What are the cap consequences of moving Matt Ryan? What are the cash consequences? Remember, next year, because of the pandemic, we're likely to have a salary cap as low as $175 million. He's getting $30 million a year. Depending upon where he is in the life cycle of his contract, it may or may not make sense to do something now, to do something after the season, whatever the case may be. But you're right. Who's going to take on Matt Ryan right now during the season? Who would take him on after the season? After the season, you got a better shot of trading him because that's when teams are trying to figure out what the hell they're going to do with their quarterback position. Yeah, but you want to tank now so you get uh, Trevor. They're doing a good job of tanking with Matt Ryan, though. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to trade him, Dan. And, and here's the thing. The backup is Matt Schaub. So it would be easier to accomplish the mission of getting to the top of the draft board. But, you know, you, you make a great point. Once you know it's over, once you know it's done, there's no reason to try to win. Put in your backups, evaluate your young players, and hope for the best as it relates to trying to get the best quarterback coming out of the draft. All right, let's look at the, uh, the headline here with the Titans and how these positives shutting down the facility affects their game with the Steelers. Give me best case, worst case scenario of trying to get this game in. Well, best case scenario is they play it as scheduled. The problem is that's not ideal for the Titans because their facility is shut until Saturday. Good luck getting ready to play any team, especially the Steelers, without having the opportunity to practice. And, you know, the questions come up, should the Steelers have to shut their facility too so there's competitive balance? And this is a very simple proposition for me, Dan. It's the ultimate pass-fail test of keeping the virus out of your building. If you don't keep the virus out of your building, you suffer the consequence, even though there may be no one to blame. The reality is the protocols have been put in place, and if they're followed, the virus is out of the building. If they're not followed, it gets in the building and it potentially spreads. So if the end result is the Titans can't practice at all this week, well, so be it. Now, there are other things they could do. They could move the Steelers-Titans game to week seven. That's when Tennessee has their bye. Move Steelers-Ravens from week seven to week eight when the Steelers and Ravens have their bye. But the impact on the Steelers would be the players never get a week off. They spend all week preparing for the Titans. And then, oh, that game's moved to week seven. And your week seven game is moved to when you were going to have your bye. So enjoy your season. You're working every week for 17 weeks. But can you have this game on Monday night? Can you buy yourself some time? Could you do a standalone game on Tuesday night? We've seen a standalone game on Tuesday night when the Vikings and the Eagles got bumped back two days because of a blizzard. And it gives you a short week on the back end. That's part of the problem. Monday night, we've seen two Monday night games in the past. It's often from the World Series when teams used to share stadiums. There would be a conflict. There have been wildfires that have pushed games to a Monday night. Hurricanes have moved games around on the schedule. So I think all options are on the table. The first question, though, is... What will the test results be today from the tests that were collected yesterday? Will the Vikings have any positives? They've had none. That's good news. How widespread will the outbreak be within the Titans organization? That's really going to be the key, Dan. It's unfortunate that they're shut down until Saturday. I don't know. Maybe if they find out between today and tomorrow that the that the, the spread hasn't happened, they can maybe get back in a little early. Playing on Monday, though, would at least give the Titans – a shred of an opportunity to have practices, walkthroughs, whatever, to try to put in a game plan, to try to get ready for the Steelers, because it really is a tall task to play a team without practicing at all. But, you know, this is part of the reality of pro football in a pandemic. The commissioner said a few weeks ago, there's no competitive disadvantage to teams playing without fans. I mean, maybe what he should have said is you ain't seen nothing yet, (laughs) because once we get into these real world examples, there's going to be all sorts of unfair things that happen. We just got to get these games played. Yeah. And I was told last night by a source, the NFL is not surprised that this happened. I think they're surprised it happened this early in the season because there was this thought or is this thought teams are going to get a little more careless because they're not in a bubble and you're going to have guys being guys and they're not going to look at what happened with the Raiders, Mike, how much trouble are the Raiders in? If it's true that they had this fundraiser players are there. Nobody has mask on. They've already been fined. What? $250,000 as an organization and Gruden got fined $100,000. Yeah. And they're also being investigated for having someone in the locker room who wasn't supposed to be there. So this one was stunning to me. And There's a general concern that once teams fall out of contention, players will become complacent. And there's been a concern throughout 
the training camp and regular season that young players will be irresponsible. What stuns me about the Raiders is that it's their quarterback who was there. Derek Carr goes to this thing. Darren Waller apparently was having an event for his foundation. At some point in that conversation, Derek Carr has to say to Darren Waller, dude, we can't do this. You understand what's going on in the world right now. I mean, I appreciate you having a charity and trying to raise money for it. I can't show up at this. You can't show up at this. We can't go to this. If the guy in the locker room who is supposed to be responsible for making sure all players do what they're supposed to do, if he can't be trusted, then that's a major problem. And Dan, Sims and I argued about this earlier today because Sims played for Gruden in Tampa Bay. My argument is it's a bad reflection on John Gruden that you better have the relationship with your quarterback, that he's not going to do something stupid like this. I mean, they live next door to each other. If you have any concern that your quarterback is going to do something stupid, then you are babysitting that guy. You are with him all the time. You're making sure every day you know what his itinerary is for the night. Hey, Derek, what are you doing when you go home tonight? What are you doing? I'll come over and watch the Monday night game with you. You're not going anywhere. I mean, what in the hell are they thinking? You know, we've complained about quarterbacks in the past who go out and do things during the week when they should be getting ready for their games. There's all the more reason to stay home in a pandemic. It was, it's astounding to me that Derek Carr was there. And I think part of the responsibility goes to John Gruden for not making sure that his quarterback isn't doing stupid things. Wait, Derek Carr lives next door to John Gruden in Vegas? That was the story a year or so ago that he was building a house right next door to John Gruden. I don't know that I'd want to live right next door to John Gruden. <laughs> But especially now, <laughs> I definitely don't want to live next to him today. Give me an update on Antonio Brown. It feels like there are teams that are just sort of waiting in this waiting game, and it feels like you're going to be waiting a while. Is he eligible to play? He's eligible to be signed by a team right now. He has to miss eight games. Now, if he's unsigned, he misses eight weeks. If you're with a team that has a bye in the first eight weeks, you miss nine weeks because you have to miss eight games. We're halfway through that suspension. Maybe somebody signs him on the tail end of it just to get dibs if there's a sense there's going to be a land rush for Antonio Brown, but I I think somebody already would have. I think the reality is this. Once he serves the eight weeks, that's when we see whether or not someone will sign him. And remember, there's still an open question. The NFL hasn't closed the book on the thing he first got in trouble for last year when he was sued in Florida for sexual assault and rape. The NFL hasn't done anything about that yet, but they have left the door open. That is still pending. I think the NFL wants to see how that lawsuit plays out. And if there's a finding in that lawsuit that Antonio Brown did something he shouldn't have done, then they'll revisit it. So he's not completely off the hook once he serves the eight weeks. And then there's the question of what kind of shape is he in? Is he going to be disrupted to the locker room? Can you trust this guy? All the, the stuff that came up last year during his time with the Raiders and his short time with the Patriots. But, you know, he's still a very good player. And at some point, there's going to be a contender that's going to need a receiver. And that may be when his phone rings. This from the NFL Network I just got from Tom Pelissero. One more Titans player learned early this morning he tested positive in Tuesday's round of COVID-19 testing. Uh, Sources say all the other tests in Tennessee, all the tests for the Vikings came back negative this morning. So That's good news. Now, the best news is zero, but only one more is encouraging. They have to engage in the contact tracing. They have to be sure that anyone who was in contact with that individual who tested positive now, because it can take a little time. You've got that incubation period, and there's a chance it's just a chain of dominoes where it's another guy positive tomorrow. And that's why they shut it down. You want to end it so the incubation period runs its course and you don't have this constant handing of the baton, the COVID baton from one player to the next. So uh, it's encouraging. Hopefully they get the games in, Dan. And, you know, if nothing else, between what happened with the Titans and what happened with the Raiders, that's a wake-up call to everybody involved, to the players, to the coaches, to the front offices, to ownership, to the league office, that you got lucky through the first three weeks. And it's going to take a hell of a lot more than luck to get through the next 14. Is Earl Thomas going to play in the NFL this year? Well, that's a good question. I mean, look, Dan, people think he's a top 10 safety. If he was a top 10 safety, he would have been signed quickly. Look how quickly Leonard Fournette was gobbled up by the Tampa Bay Buccaneers when he was cut by the Jacksonville Jaguars. So there was something that happened in Houston and he went for a workout and there was a report that they decided it wasn't a fit. And then there was a report that the the league said you can't have any workouts or visits. I'm told there's been no blanket mandate that you can't have workouts or visits because of what's happening in Tennessee. So I don't know. I mean, the bottom line is he wasn't very good last year and he was disruptive with the Ravens. They cut him for a reason. And before I would ever offer him a contract, I would want to know, 
everything that went down in Baltimore. And I would want to know everything that went down in Seattle because it wasn't a happy separation when it finally ended for him there. Before I let you go, I Patrick Mahomes was counting one, two, three, four <laughs> during the game against the Ravens. Now I thought he's counting his touchdown passes. And then I come to find out that at, like, he was ranked fourth in what best players in the NFL. Like help me with this. Cause I did yeah. these stupid lists. I don't follow them. Yeah. But I didn't know if he's reference, referencing that he's the fourth best player in the NFL. Is that why he was doing one, two, three, four? Well, he said he had four touchdown passes at that time. But last December, when the Chiefs were playing the Bears on Sunday night football, at one point he came off the field and he counted to 10. And he didn't have 10 touchdown passes that night. That was the slap <laughs> at the fact that Mitchell Trubisky was the second pick in the 2017 draft, the team they were playing that night, the Bears, and Mahomes was number 10 that year. So what happened the other night, playing Lamar Jackson, who was number one in the NFL's top 100 list coming out of the 2019 season, Patrick Mahomes was number four. And here's why that happened, Dan. They have the players vote on this top 100 list in November-ish of every season. Last November, Lamar Jackson was the guy. Patrick Mahomes missed time with a knee injury. He wasn't in the MVP conversation last year. It was Lamar Jackson and Russell <laughs> Wilson. And guess who was number one and number two? Lamar Jackson and Russell Wilson. So when you understand the context, it makes sense. But still, look, when you're at the top of the mountain, you need any motivation you can find. This was a gift. When I, I, I wrote about it when it happened because he tweeted something about it. He knew what went on when he was number four. When you get that motivation from some phony made-up list, good. Because when you're the defending Super Bowl champion, everybody's coming for you. You need something that gets you to go after everyone else. But we see these great players. Jordan manufactured things. That didn't really happen to motivate him. Aaron Rodgers supposedly now motivated because Jordan Love is in town. Tom Brady wants to prove that he's the star, not Bill Bell. Like, these are the great players. Kobe right. would do this. I mean, they're, they're, that's how you maintain your edge. That's what gets your ass out of bed on a, you know, at five in the morning when you would rather not go do all the things you need to do to put yourself in position to be competitive. I love this because it shows these guys are human. They will tell you we don't listen to outside noise, right? We don't listen to anything. It was funny last week, Drew Brees talking about all the criticism. You know, of course, he's never going to say he listens to it. But he mentions, well, one of the talking points is yards per attempt. Well, wait a minute. You don't listen to that stuff. How do you know what the talking points are? They always listen. They're extra sensitive. They're extra driven. And it's great because it shows that, like the rest of us, they are fundamentally human. And they are driven by the same petty crap that drives everybody else. Are you off the Ravens bandwagon? Uh, well, I, I, I'm, I'm going to wait and see what happens now. Let's see how they react to this because John Harbaugh told me after they beat the Browns week one, I said, what are you doing to get your guys to forget about last year? Because that's the Bill Belichick play. What happened last year doesn't matter. Harbaugh said, actually, they're embracing last year. They're trying to live up to last year's standard and exceed it. Well, that's fine when you're 2-0 and and you're rolling over teams, but then when you get hit in the mouth by the Chiefs and you get humbled by the Chiefs, how are you living up to last year's standard? Are you any better? And when Lamar Jackson says the Chiefs are our kryptonite, I mean, I, I'm no expert on Superman, but I don't think Superman ever figured out how to beat kryptonite. That's permanent. So I, you know, I was shocked with that, Mike. I was shocked I, that Lamar Jackson let me into his little world and verbalized that. I mean, you just never, ever say that. You, you can't. Yeah, and, and I don't, I mean, at some point you've got, you know, is it Michael Jordan and the Bulls finally getting past the Pistons before they can establish dominance at the NBA level? I, I just, I look at it this way. When you watch the Chiefs, no matter what's going on, there is a calm. There is, it's almost arrogant how their attitude is, we got this. When the Ravens are down 14 points and they're trying to drive to cut it back to seven after they cut it to seven and Patrick Mahomes is like, fine, we got this, right? We're back up by 14 again. Lamar Jackson was visibly frustrated. He was rattled. And you, you, I don't know what you do to get past that other than beating the Chiefs. But the reality is they're not going to get that chance until the postseason. And if it doesn't come then, they got to wait until next year to try to show that they have come up with a solution for kryptonite. Thank you, Mike. Great to talk right, to you. Man. That's Good Mike Florio, co-host of Pro Football Talk Live. It's like when Pedro Martinez said that the Yankees were his daddy. And I went, why would you say that? 
Who's your daddy? Yeah, it, I just found that. As, I love when you let me into your world. There is no way, unless I'm wrong, that Jordan said, hey, you know what? The Pistons are our kryptonite. We'll never get by the Pistons. You can't say that. Even if you think it, you can't say that. Because if I'm a teammate, if I'm Lamar Jackson's teammate, I'm going, dude, you got to have confidence, man. They're not our kryptonite. They beat us. We get them again in the playoffs. Like you, because I think, you know, these players look to the leader and go, wait, he feels like that that's our kryptonite? You know, it's a game in September. Hey, you know what? It's a long season. We look forward to meeting them in the playoffs. I mean, but you say that they're your kryptonite. I, I loved it, gave me content. But if I'm his teammate or his coach, I'm like, hey, keep, keep that, keep those private thoughts private. Play of the Day is coming up next here on The Dan Patrick Show. Thanks for listening to The Dan Patrick Show podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday morning, 9 until noon Eastern, 6 to 9 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. And you can find us on the iHeartRadio app at FSR or stream us live on the Peacock app. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing! I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Oh, my God. The play, the play, play. of the day. This is the play of the day. Check this out. And the pitch is swung on and hit in the air to right and deep. Back goes Naquin on the track. He's at the wall. She's gone. Oh, what a start for the Yankees. It's judgment day. Aaron Judge just did a two-run home run, a judgian blast to right field. It could not have started better for the Yanks. It's judgment day. Aaron Judge kicks off the scoring barrage. Yankees drop seven runs. You know, the likely AL Cy Young uh, winner, Shane Bieber, they go on to win 12-3. Yankees will try to close. See, it sounds strange to say that. They're going to try to close out the series tonight. It's a best of three. Uh, Garrett Cole's 13 strikeouts, by the way, second most by a Yankee in a playoff game. Roger Clemens had 15 against Seattle. 
in the uh, 2000 ALCS. That's your play of the day, and play of the day is brought to you by Traeger. They've done it again. The uh, wood pellet grill, it's the real deal. Real wood-fired flavor. The best way to take your game days from ordinary to epic. Learn more? Visit a local dealer. Head to TraegerGrills.com slash DP show today. All right. Update the poll results, Sarah McLevin. What's the matchup in the finals you're most excited about? Everyone has Jimmy Butler versus LeBron over Bam versus AD. Although all the writers say Bam versus AD. Now, this was what I was referring to. That I got a heads up that something was going to be published. This is Pro Football Focus. And the headline is, Atlanta Falcons should trade Matt Ryan, tank for Trevor Lawrence for the 2021 draft. I don't know what details they say in here as to why they would trade him what they could get in return, who would actually want to trade for Matt Ryan right now. But I understand if you want to do it, the question is, could you pull this off? Is there any detail in there that I'm missing, McLevin, about that? It breaks down everything that the Falcons are doing wrong. I haven't found well, yet. Well, that's a long article. Yeah, it is a long article. Uh, I There might be behind a paywall where they say who's going to take Matt Ryan, because I haven't found that yet. Yeah, that that's my big... You know, the curiosity is who would want to trade for him and the financial ramifications here. But that's that's pro football focus that has the article and the headline Falcons should trade Matt Ryan. I just don't know how they lay this out that you could pull this off. And and who wants Matt Ryan right now? Now, if you said the Cleveland Browns could get Matt Ryan. okay, I understand that. I'd do that. Yeah, Paul. So they're not saying it's a story. They're saying this is what they suggest they should do based off their 0-3. They didn't expect to be 0-3. This season's a wash. Yeah. Okay. But it's one thing to say they should trade him. It's another thing to say this is how you trade him or this is who would be interested in Matt Ryan. Yes, McLovin. You think Cleveland would give up on Baker Mayfield for Matt Ryan or should? If, if, if Well, I, I don't know what it's going to cost. I don't want to give Baker Mayfield... $100 million. Oh, so you're looking ahead to his next contract. Yeah, so okay. Matt Ryan's already got his contract. And and he's at least worth those numbers, as crazy as that may sound. You know, it, you never get a bargain. It's either you give somebody the max or you don't give them a contract. Like Mitchell Trubisky, you're going to get the max or you're going to get nothing. Well, we're not going to give you an extension here. The Browns are going to get to that point in the next year, and then they're going to have to have judgment day with Baker Mayfield Jr. the third. And I can't imagine that they're going to go, we're going to pony up $38 million a year for Baker Mayfield. Yeah, McLevin. I, I'm a little bit of a left turn here, but I saw a poll on Sunday. Uh, who would you rather have right now, Carson Wentz, if you're the Eagles, or would you trade it for Joe Burrow? I mean, I think most people say, yeah, we take Joe Burrow with the way Wentz is playing right Well, now. we brought that up, yeah. I think, on Monday. I don't know who I asked, but I, yeah. I remember saying, who would you rather have? Oh, maybe it was uh, Ross Tucker. And he said, and he does the Eagles pre- and post-game coverage, and he said, I take Joe Burrow. It's because of the unknown with Joe Burrow. You know, Carson Wentz, it feels like, okay, this is who Carson Wentz is going to be. Whereas Joe Burrow, we're not quite sure, but we're tantalized by the prospects of that potential there. Yeah, McLevin. But imagine if you asked that three years ago, no, Carson was in his second year, you'd be like Carson over everybody. Or most people. I mean, well, Joe Burrow was probably still at Ohio State then, so yeah. he wouldn't have taken. <laughs> but Joe same Burrow. with Baker Mayfield. If you had asked Baker Mayfield, did we all love him as a rookie? Yeah, he played extremely well. One of the better seasons a rookie quarterback's ever had, and then he regressed. Yeah, Paul. But the the problem now with the rookie salaries and the second uh, quarterback salary is you either decide whether you're going to pay this guy full boat or not. The Bears have already passed on Mr. Trubisky. Even though he's currently on their roster, they didn't pick up that fifth-year option, which means they're going to release him at the end of this season. Yeah. And Baker Mayfield's played much better than Mr. Trubisky, but now if they don't do anything special this year or next year and he doesn't improve, they either have to cut or pay him $150 million. But let's just say that Matt Ryan was available. Let's say the Falcons had a game plan here. Who is trading for Matt Ryan right now? Because you have to trade for him now, not at the end of the year. If you're tanking for Trevor, who would be... In, and if you're in the market for a quarterback, an experienced one, you got to be in a position, I would think, to be good, to be a playoff team. Yeah, Paul? If Jimmy Garoppolo's injury is worse than it was, than we think it is, and he couldn't return, that would be a place. A contender that needs mm. a high-end quarterback. Mm. This year, right now, to compete for a Super Bowl. Mm. 
I'm just, if that happened. No, you got Kyle Shanahan, who was there in Atlanta with Matt Ryan. But you watch Nick Mullins balling out on Sunday? I think he had like 150 rating. He, when he played a while ago, he actually had some moments there. You know, there's just certain guys you go, that guy is never going to be a starter again. But he's on a roster, gets a cameo here to play a little bit. Like Nathan Peterman might be the nicest guy in the world. He's just not going to start an NFL game, I don't think, again. You know, by design, could be by injury, but I don't even know if Nathan Peterman is on a roster. Yeah, McLeod. Oh, he was at Darren Waller's party. He's on the Raiders roster. Oh, that's right. That John Gruden raved about Nathan Peterman. Um, but Mull- there's this a, guy, a huge 49ers contingent saying Mullins is better than Garoppolo in practice every day. That's always in 49ers fan buzz. Yeah. Because Garoppolo is polarizing too. Oh, I know. I've been accused of being a Jimmy G hater. It's, it's not. I just assess the situation. I, I don't know Jimmy G. Uh, but I, I, I just think that they were trying to win a Super Bowl in spite of him last year, which I found kind of interesting. They're a running team and a defensive team. And people say, well, what, what about Seattle? They're a running team and a defensive team. I said, well, they're not a defensive team this year, and it's basically Russell Wilson doing something that nobody's ever done to start a season. All right, we'll talk about the Heat and the Lakers coming up. Talk about the Heat. And he wrote the book on the Lakers, literally. The Three Ring Circus, Jeff Perlman on Kobe, Shaq, and Phil Jackson. He'll join us coming up. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Puma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds from Mars, oh, and Two Door Cinema Club. I'm so excited to tell you JCPenney and country music singer-songwriter Walker Hayes are partnering together on a new limited-time men's collection for the everyday guy. What I love about Walker Hayes is his laid-back nature. He's a family man and being a country megastar while also having seven kids. You know he likes to keep his style cool and casual. This new collection is perfect for the guy living the t-shirt life or someone wanting some fresh options that feel just as good. It's easy to wear affordable styles that celebrate the ultimate family man along with the quality, durability, and sensibility dads appreciate. Available online Saturday, May 4th at jcp.com and in-store Thursday, May 16th. Just in time for Father's Day. Limited time only. JCPenney, make it count. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.